pull up a bar stool. Welcome to another edition of the Social Media Podcast. Uh, today I'm gonna be by myself, but you're gonna enjoy this time with me. Uh, I'll get to why here in a second and how we're gonna attack this show. But sort of real quick uh, look at what we're gonna talk about today. I want to give you a little insight into some personal things. Um, you know what I'm dealing with as an entrepreneur and building my business and that life work balance of an entrepreneur. And some of the things I'm working on, as well as an exclusive offer uh, to anyone who's looking for some help with their Facebook marketing, I've got that for you just for listening to the show. So stay tuned to that. Um, but then we're going to dip into Facebook hashtags and talk about what they are, how to use them, some problems I've already seen. And then, and then finally, you know, I get a lot of people asking me about the tools that I use to make my Facebook marketing easier. And I'm going to dip into, man, one, two, three, four, five, six of those um, and how I use them and how you can start using them as well. Uh, some really helpful things in there that I've figured out you know, over the last couple of years. So check it out. This is a good episode. You and me, kid, we're going to do this. So pop a bottle. Let's go. Everybody, it's John from JohnLumer.com and John Loomer Digital on Facebook. Welcome to another edition of the Social Media Pubcast, where each week I welcome a different friend to the virtual pub and we get drunk on social media. Now, this week, who is that friend? My special guest? It's you! Yeah, so I, I so this is the deal. Um, I have an awesome, awesome list of guests. Who are, who are going to be on uh, over the next month, month and a half, uh, and probably beyond. And the thing is, though, when you have an awesome, awesome list like that, these are busy, popular, awesome, amazing people who've got life going on. And what happened this week? Life, life was going on. Life got in the way, and uh, the person who I scheduled with had to re- had to reschedule. And that's perfectly cool. I get it. So. This gives me a little opportunity here. I was gonna initially gonna gonna gravel about sitting at the bar by myself, uh, sipping on my beer, uh, but instead, I mean, look, let's have fun with this. Uh, drink with me, be a part of the podcast, and have fun with it. So, um, what am I drinking? I'm drinking today a Sam Adams Porch Rocker. It's actually pretty good stuff. Now, uh, it's basically like a combination of beer and and lemonade i know right and uh, i guess it's kind of a german thing but uh it's i kind of like it it's one of those things like do you do you admit to if, you, if you're a guy do you admit to liking beer that has like fruity flavors in it or lemonade or something but uh i kind of dig it it's really good for the summer so and and no sam adams is not a sponsor <laughs> but uh so now, if you're going to be a part of the pubcast here, my friend, since you're going to be my guest at the, at the, at the pub, you got to drink something, and it doesn't have to be a beer, and it doesn't even have to be alcohol. You can be responsible. Um, but if, if we met at a bar, you'd at least have a, have a soda or, or a water, right? So uh, go ahead, pause this thing, go get yourself a, a drink, come back, and let's get moving. Cheers. All right, so kind of the fun part, I think, about doing this on my own today is that I can 
kind of fill you in on some of the personal stuff I got going on. I, I don't know if you care. Sometimes people do. Sometimes people don't. If you don't, you can fast forward. Uh, I'm going to get to Facebook hashtags and uh, some other stuff. But uh, I, 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 I know that, you know, me as an entrepreneur uh, and anyone who's trying to follow this path as well, uh, I, I know it's helpful to people to hear about, you know, some of these some of these things that uh, we got going on and trying to balance all this, you know, real life with, with work. And it's not easy. Okay. So those of you who know me, um, baseball is a big, big part of my life. I love baseball. Big time Brewers fan. I grew up playing baseball. Was always good enough to keep playing. Played in college. Was, I was never really that good, but just good enough. And, um, and now I have three sons, which means freaking love it, right? All kinds of baseball going on in my life. In the summertime, what that means is lots and lots of coach, lots and lots of coaching, and it kind of impacts business a little bit um, because every day, every day except for Sundays, uh, for the last couple months, baseball's going on. So beginning about three o'clock, I'm really thinking about baseball. And uh, at about four o'clock, we take off. We take off for a practice or a game or something. So, it, it that, that's what's that's what happens. And um, what, what's what's been so uh, fulfilling about this year. And it's not all about winning. I'm not one of those crazy dads who uh, who, who who doesn't teach the kids and all that stuff. But let's let's not be let's not get this uh, confused here. When you're at a certain level. In sports, you're trying to win, and winning is kind of fun. So what was so fun about this year is that uh, I coached my middle son this year for the first time, and we won. We won, we won the league. We're playing Little League. And I was also assistant coach for my oldest son. First time I haven't been his coach in like six years, his head coach. But what's nice is I, I was there for every game, every practice, and their team won too. So... So much fun, and um, but now my oldest is in all stars, so uh, this thing never really ends. Um, so we're practicing every day and getting ready for that all star tournament. So, but that's what's going on. Um, and you know, talk about life work balance of an entrepreneur. I mean, it all depends on what's important to you. And and for me, I'm willing to pass up a little bit of business, uh, pass up some improvements on my site, or delay them. Uh, you know, if it means, you know, more time with the kids, more time with the family. And, um, but it's, it's, it's all a balance you got to figure out because, you know, it, you do give up money as a result. And I know I've done that. Um, and one of the other balances I've had lately is trying to figure out the sleep balance because what I, I don't know about you, but this is what I've been going through. So for the longest time, I've been going to bed at like one, two in the morning, but getting stuff done, man, right? Um, and then I'm like, I just, I can't do that. I'm getting no sleep. So I started going to bed at like 11 o'clock. Um, but what I found was I, I was getting even less done. And then all it did was stress me out because of stuff I wasn't getting done. So it's got to be a balance in there, right? So I'm trying to figure out. But just, I like to share these kind of things. You know, I'm struggling with these things too. And I don't have it all figured out. But um, so now that baseball is kind of coming to a close to me, some of the things you can look forward to. Um, I am working on that site redesign, and the reason I'm doing that is to make it mobile friendly. And stupid me, uh, when I picked a design, a, a, a Genesis framework design, a little over a year ago, year and a half ago, picked one that wasn't mobile responsive. Idiotic on my part. 
I like the design, but it's not mobile responsive. So that's one of the things I'm working on. And uh, it's still going to be Genesis Framework, but uh, I'll keep that under wraps as far as what it's going to look like. Um, also working on a training program. This is something I've been talking about and working on for months, months, months. Oh, I want to have a landing page up that for you, up there for you soon. And what I'm going to do is when it's ready uh, for purchase, and it may be like a prepay kind of thing, you'll be the first to know and you'll get a discount for, for, for jumping in early. Um, it's kind of my way of getting it going uh, before it's even ready, so I have no excuses. And uh, but, but but otherwise, so the the balance of my my business right now, I want to focus more and more on the one-on-one stuff. Uh, and when I say one-on-one, I mean like the quick hit one-on-one coaching sessions, and I have that available on my site. So if you just go to johnlumber.com, you don't even have to worry about a landing page. It's there front and center right now, and I have a little video explaining it. And all it is is you just book a time, 45 minutes, we chat on Skype, share my screen, all that stuff, and I help you through your issues. Really, really simple. And I have a lot of fun with that, and it's low commitment, uh, low effort. And I say low effort, not that I, I don't put forth, forth effort, but it doesn't mean you know me managing all the stuff for you, and we just talk through your problems. Um, so I want to do a lot more of that, a lot more of the scalable stuff, like the training programs, and trying to get away from the big, big projects, because those Projects are taking me away from this other stuff that I really want to be focusing on. Okay. Now, along those lines of that one-on-one, since you're going to sit at the bar with me today, um, I'm going to give you a little discount on that. It's been hugely successful. So I, I, I don't even need to do this. But I, I, just because I want to thank you for listening to this show, um, if you go to johnlimber.com, book a, a session with me, Use the uh, the promo code PUBCAST. Doesn't matter if it's uppercase, lowercase. PUBCAST. You get ten percent off. Okay. Now um, a little tidbit here. Uh, I I'll, I block off only certain times. That doesn't mean that other times aren't available. I've had other people from Australia saying it's a terrible time for me. That's cool. Just let me know. Contact me. Um, either through site, Facebook, whatever. Let give me three t- days and time options, and we'll make something work. And I'll give you the discount that way too. But this will run out. Uh, that discount will be through uh, July Fourth weekend. After that, same old price. And I'm actually thinking about raising it to be honest with you, but we'll worry about that later. All right. So raise your glass. Cheers. Okay. So let's uh, shift gears to. Facebook hashtags. Now, hold on, I gotta get a quick drink here. So I was I was pretty excited about this uh, latest development. Not even that because I'm this huge Facebook hash or big hashtags guy in general. I'm really not. I mean, on Twitter, I don't use hashtags a whole lot. Um, and I, I'd go back and forth on whether they're valuable on Twitter because look, I use TweetDeck and I follow uh, uh, keyword phrases all the time. So I, I find the hashtags are helpful when I see a new hashtag that I think may be useful and I click on it and then view it. But otherwise, I don't know, it's big, no big deal. And I think people abuse the heck out of them. It's annoying. Um, but anyway, so, but when, and, and then when people, people have been using it on Facebook forever, even though they don't do anything, and people, either they do it because it's cross-publishing from Twitter, which is stupid and they hate that, or it's to kind of express... Uh, uh, some sort of sentiment or emotion, whatever. 
Um, and uh, so anyway, but now they actually work, and I'm excited about it. A little tempered enthusiasm there, but um, th this could be really, really good for business um, in terms of discovery in particular. Um, and I'll get into more about how I'm using it and how I think you might want to use it and all that stuff. But uh, so here, here are my, some of my, my thoughts on it, first of all. And if you go to johnlumber.com slash Facebook hashtags, and that's a dash between the words, between Facebook and hashtags. Um, I wrote a whole post on this. Check that out. It's in the show notes, too. All right. But uh, here's the first thing. Don't overuse these things, please. It's we got to understand. Uh, most people on Facebook have no freaking clue what a hashtag is, and they're overwhelmed by this crazy stuff. Um, not everyone on Twitter, or excuse me, not everyone on Facebook is on Twitter. So a lot of people don't get it. And if you're trying to appeal to a broader audience, people who might not be on Twitter, it's, you're not helping yourself, okay? Don't overuse them, um, meaning... Uh, don't don't write a, a post that's a bunch of hashtags and make sure it's relevant to whatever it is you're doing. I see a lot of times people uh, write a post and then add a hashtag that has absolutely nothing to do with it. Um, don't do that. <laughs> Please don't. And there's sometimes you might not even use a hashtag. Don't feel like you have to use a hashtag. And, and really, uh, I mean, and, and why I think, uh, and I have to backtrack a little bit, uh, I think it's good uh to, for discovery because if you use the appropriate hashtag and people are following that hashtag um they may may see your stuff because they're like oh i want to read stuff about facebook marketing who's this john loomer digital guy i see another either in that conversation or like my page whatever so i think there are lots of opportunities there anyway but the ultimate goal when doing anything with content on facebook or on your blog or on twitter wherever whatever you're doing uh, if it's worth doing, it adds value. Understand that, okay? And if adding that hashtag doesn't add any value, don't do it. Uh, if you write a post full of hashtags with the wrong intentions, you're not adding value. Don't do it, okay? So that's the first thing. Second, I, I like to recommend keeping these hashtags, I say short, or, you know, so both for being easy to read and easy to remember because there is a certain amount of branding going on here. So if you do this long old post or long hashtag, um, really the only way people are going to use it if they click on it, and I doubt anyone else is using it, so it's kind of a waste of time. Uh, so also, you know, avoid, you know, abbreviations or, I mean, abbreviations can be good. It's just a matter of uh, how people read it. And if it makes sense, and if it's something that if it's like, oh, yeah, I want to check out that hashtag again later on, they can search it and find it quickly. Okay. Um, now, now there's also the question of, do you use a hashtag that is very niche or popular? Okay. Because uh, if, if you use one that's really niche, and when I say niche, it could be uh, branding yourself. And it's a way of your, organizing your own posts. Uh, around a single topic. So maybe no one else is going to use it, but it adds value in that way. It's like, hey, if you want to read, uh, check out all my po all my Facebook posts where I've covered Facebook ads, then uh, use the hashtag Facebook ads loomer or something. I don't know. So that would be an example of something very niche that likely no one else is using. But popular, if you want to just use the hashtag Facebook, 
and everyone and their moms are probably using it or hashtag is I think is a pretty uh, popular hashtag right now. Uh, you might get a, a lot more reach as a result of that, but if it's not relevant, uh, you gotta evaluate whether that makes any sense. But there's there's probably some happy medium in there too. Uh, like the Facebook marketing hashtag is probably something that will be used quite a bit, but hopefully by a relevant audience, as long as no one abuses it. Now, um, I'm kind of a, a hashtag snob, as you can probably tell, even though I'm not really a huge user of it, but I think as long as there's value, right? And one of the things I like to do, uh, I use my hashtags kind of as the same way that I tag my blog content. It's a way of categorizing content, Okay. Uh, but as just like in a blog, it's either above that content or below that content, but it's separate of. It's not in the middle of your content, right? So what I do with my Facebook content or my Facebook post, I'll write a post and leave a space uh, below it, and then my hashtag. It might be Facebook marketing, might be Facebook ads, might be both. But those are the two I've been using so far. Um, so I keep it nice and clean. I don't mix it into the rest of the post because I think. Again, for those who don't use hashtags a lot, first of all, it makes it hard to read. I just, I just think it, it's bad form in general, including it in there. I just think it's hard to read, and uh, for the most part, I think it's, it's, it's the purpose of it is to categorize, categorize your content. Not always true, but uh, uh, so, so it just makes more sense to keep it separate. In my mind, not everybody agrees with that. All right, so hold on, a quick sip. It's really good stuff. All right, um, so some problems, though, with Facebook hashtags that I've seen. And a friend of mine pointed this out, and um, I really appreciated her saying this because it's like I didn't really even think about that. Um, old friend who worked at the NBA, and she was trying to follow the NBA Finals hashtag. And it was completely a complete mess uh, because of Facebook's filtering. Now, I'm still not real clear how Facebook filters. Um, it appears that they put your own post. Like, this is a problem with hashtags in Facebook. They still do, I don't know if they apply EdRank or some sort of algorithm to determine what you see as opposed to just being a straight feed of all the people who have been using that hashtag in order. So it's based on uh, probably time decay and uh, connections to you and uh, popularity and things like that. Now, in general, that's not a terrible thing, and I think that I think that it uh, pulls out, it makes it more random once you get past the, the current day. So the, the current day is, I'm not gonna say in order, but it's at least more or less in order. Uh, but the problem is, what if you're following a live event? Because really, I mean, that's that's the the beauty of Twitter and Twitter hashtags is often you use that. Um, while you're following a sporting event, you're at a conference, something like that. And if it's out of order, it's out of context and it's kind of useless. So I personally, um, I, you know, I'm not, a, I don't care about the filtering in my newsfeed. I know a lot of people do, but I think filtering of hashtags makes very little sense. And so I think Facebook needs to address that or at least provide the option of, uh, doing most recent so you only see the most recent stuff it doesn't matter who is viewing it everyone sees the same thing so that's the first problem i'm seeing with hashtags second one and this isn't a big surprise but spam i mean these people are freaking everywhere i can't stand them 
and Facebook, obviously, it's, it's no exception. But that's uh, so what they do. They hijack uh, popular hashtags, and they post completely irrelevant stuff, and they stuff their hashtags with, or stuff their posts with a whole bunch of hashtags, hoping to reach more people, etc. An example of that I saw was at the NBA Finals hashtag. Just people like, I don't know, it's real estate. Something. It was just stupid. And it makes the, following the hashtag completely useless if the spam overtakes the valuable content. What's nice about I've seen on Twitter so far is because it's so popular, I think that's the main thing. Um, the, and Facebook, uh, Twitter probably does a pretty good job cleaning it up. I don't know. But the majority of the content uh, in those hashtags is clean, and it adds value. On Facebook, the problem is that not enough people are using it right now. A lot of the people who are are doing it for the purpose of marketing and trying to game a system. And that's a problem. And so it's that kind of stuff. Not that it's outweighing the valuable posts yet. The the balance isn't good enough. It needs to be 99% to 1, right? So, and it's probably, I don't know, 80 to 20, which is a bad, bad uh, percentage. So spam is a problem. Mobile, I mean, come on, Facebook. We've been through this before. So over and over, uh Facebook has had the problem of, you know, having making mobile kind of an afterthought. And they claimed to have gotten past that and mobile is their priority, blah, blah, blah. But still, with hashtags, it's an afterthought and hashtags don't work on mobile, which makes no sense. I understand rollouts are slow, but if more than half of people are accessing Facebook via their mobile device, then all they see is plain text with these hashtags frustrating it's annoying less people are going to use hashtags as a result stupid facebook let's figure that out all right uh, so mobile's a problem and the final and i think facebook may be taking care of this this is my suspicion based on all these things that we're hearing right now all these rumors all these whispers but they don't have a really good way of following this stuff there's no reader in other words right um and like, even like with interest lists even though those are kind of buried uh you can subscribe to an interest list and then view that feed and i know with uh, the new news feed which i still don't have uh it's much easier to i think from what i understand to follow those interest lists uh, but anyway so there's no real real good way to follow this stuff and that to me is kind of like when, when i am actually following these feeds uh, I think that's a tipping point for me when I just think this is this is something that uh, is going to work, is going to catch on. We're not there yet. I'm using hashtags to categorize my content and hoping that people who do follow these feeds sees my content. But uh, until I actually use it, I'm kind of worried about it. And I'm, I, it's just too hard to use right now. So I'm not using hashtags or following hashtags. Um, and so as a result, I'm assuming most people aren't as well. So those are the problems I'm seeing with hashtags. Of course, I wrote about this. Just uh, check it out, johnlimmer.com, Facebook hashtags, problems, and uh, that'll be in the show notes as well. All right, raise your glass. Cheers. All right, so I get a lot of people asking me, you know, what are the best tools for this, what are the best tools for that, um, in managing your social media. And I'm kind of a notorious... 
I want to be careful about this. Cheapskate, I'm frugal. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm, I do I look for all the free tools, right? But I'm really careful about, you know, as a as someone who's trying to run my own business, careful about what I spend my money on. I will, I what they have figured out over the last couple of years, you need to invest and you need to invest smartly, um, but it's got to be on the right stuff. So I wrote a post the other day though that that to kind of laid out what are the tools that I use. Uh, mainly paid tools, but there are free options for each of them that are they're around Facebook marketing, okay? Because these are the tools that make my life easier. And, um, I mean, one of them you're, I'm sure no one's surprised about is ShortStack. I mean, this is a tool that I've been using for about a year and a half. Um, and ShortStack's the tool I use to, to create Facebook tabs. And not only for myself, but for clients, and I've got a designer uh, who does that for clients, and it's just awesome because she's she actually works at Shortstack, so lucky me, and um, she does amazing work. So anyway, that's for like creating contests and, and other things with tabs, and um, so I, I highly advise. I mean, if you're going to create tabs, I know there are other t- tools out there, and there are tools that people love. I just hear over and over and over how much other people love Shortstack too, and I know how much I do. So uh, that's one I use and I recommend. Um, if you want a link to that, it's in my show notes. Some of these are, are, are going to be affiliate links, but not all of them. Um, but uh, Shortstack is one. Uh, and Agora Pulse is another tool I use. Um, and this is around, so while Agora Pulse can be used kind of like Shortstack that, uh, for creating tabs, um, nothing against Agora Pulse and the, the tab creation process with, with their with their tool. Um, it's just that I'm, <laughs> I've used Shortstack for so long. I love it so much. I have no reason to move beyond it. Um, so know that that functionality is available with Agora Pulse. But uh, it's also, all, there's other stuff too, like um, community management, um, kind of categorizing comments and, and users who have, who have interacted with you. Um, if you have a team of people, you know, the management of that. So really good stuff in there too. I don't use that part part of it either, but you could. Okay, um, how I use it there are two things. Uh, I actually get alerts uh, from Agora Pulse when people comment on my stuff, which is which is helpful. So I get email alerts um, uh, that really helps me keep up to date. Especially since that notification process of Facebook sucks again. Um, they they moved it back to where it was before, and now you have to click on that button that takes you out of the admin panel. It's just ridiculous. So anyway, I use Agora Pulse for those alerts, uh, and I use Agora Pulse to simplify uh, monitoring of my my stats, my Facebook insights, because everybody knows Facebook insights are really hard to manage. And while I know that they're updating the Facebook insights web uh, version, I don't have that yet, so I'm not really sure what it looks like. Uh, and I still I assume that this, even though they're adding some more information in there. More than likely, all the good stuff is still going to be within the exports. And what Agora Pulse does is really help you um, both with uh, graphs and with tables better understand um, you know, what posts are working and what, what posts aren't. And, and um, so if you're someone like me who loves the, the insights exports but you know that it's hard to manage, Agora Pulse is a good tool. Um, now... 
advertising-wise, uh, first of all, there are a couple tools that I'm really glad I became aware of over the last few, last couple months. Um, FBX, not a tool, but uh, a way to create Facebook uh, retargeted ads. This is crazy. All right, people. FBX. So, quick overview of FBX. If you are on my website, and it could even be a specific page or a specific category of content, and then there's a cookie put there, uh, and then if you go back to Facebook, I can serve you an ad relevant to whatever it was you just saw on my website. Mind blown over this, people. And I know... Uh, you've probably started seeing, and this explains why you've seen that kind of stuff. Some people think it's creepy. I'll, my response to that is, first of all, our creepiness has evolved <laughs> over the last few years and what we think is creepy. This is something new. It seems kind of creepy at first, but what it is is extremely relevant advertising. You've shown interest in something. Here's an ad related to it. Boom. Uh, when once ads are that kind of relevant, they will be more and more and more successful. So, I've started creating some FBX ads. Uh, the thing is, that's not available within the Power Editor or the Self Serve Ad Tool, only through approved vendors of Facebooks. Okay, and for the most part, that's targeted at the big businesses with huge budgets. However, really happy I stumbled upon Perfect Audience and AdRoll because. Both of these two services um, offer the ability to create these at a very low budget. Um, not only that, but both of them had free trials. When I say a free trial, so this is how uh, payment for FBX works. Um, perfect audience and ad roll. Uh, so you create the, ad, the FBX ad through them. Uh, you set like a $25 budget. And like a small portion of that goes to ad roll or perfect audience and the rest of it goes to the actual ad itself. Okay. And assume because these ads are so successful, you're like, whatever, take that extra, whatever percentage it is. Cause it's cool. It works. Um, so, but anyway, perfect audience and ad roll both have this free trial to try it out. And that's how I got started with both of them. Now, if you do this right, each of them have a $60 free trial. When I say $60 free trial, that covers everything. It covers the ads themselves. So that's like people talk about how can I get a Facebook ad coupon? This is basically a Facebook ad coupon. $60 free ad, FBX ads through Perfect Audience or AdRoll. And both of them, combine them, you got $120 of free ads. Even better because these are uh, referral links that I have. But if you use the perfect audience one, it's actually $70 if you use that referral link. So you get $130 of free FBX just to try it out. And I'm seeing some pretty cool stuff so far. And that, I'm actually working with them because you can actually you can work with them um, as somebody at uh, AdRoll I'm working with to improve some of my results. And um, you can work with them on, on creating banner ads and all that stuff. It's pretty awesome. Highly advised. I mean, there's nothing to lose to at least try it out. So check out check out my my show notes because I think this is going to be this is like the future of Facebook advertising and advertising in general is retargeting. All right, um, but another tool I use uh, 
and I don't fully use this yet. Uh, it's Propel Ad, but I do use it. I'll explain how. But Pro, Pro, what Propel Ad is basically a service that allows you, that alerts you when you've got a post that is doing especially well uh, that they think you should possibly promote it. Because you and I know, because you're a smart marketer, you don't promote the bad stuff. You promote the, the stuff that users have already shown that they want to interact with. And when Propel Ads sees, hey, this is a good one, promote it, and you can promote it through their interface. It's pretty cool stuff. Um, now, uh, I, I, and, and you can actually, the uh, promote, when I say promote the post, you have way more control over the targeting and all that stuff than you do through just the boost post. So that out there because everyone knows that I hate the boost post. That said, I haven't been using it for that purpose for the boost post thing. I've basically just been having it because it sends me alerts, um, which is pretty cool. So every time I've got a post that's doing really well, it lets me know. And uh, so that's been helpful. But you can use it for way, way more than that. So check that one out. And the final one, uh, Post Planner. Now, this is the thing about Post Planner. Like, I love these guys, uh, Josh and, and Scott. Now, you've probably read the Post Planner blog right now. Scott writes all the time. Um, think about Post Planner. I've known about them. I've kind of tinkered with their tool a little bit. Uh, but, you know, it wasn't, wasn't a tool I used that much. But then uh, Josh gave me the lowdown, letting me know a new tool that makes my life hugely easier. Um, because what I like to do, part of my strategy is to repost old content. And um, but at different times of the day, so a designated period to do this, and so I'll get like 50 evergreen posts. But you and I know that oh my god, that takes so much time. Like each individual post within Facebook scheduling that takes an eternity, and especially if you got 50 of them. But with, with Post Planner, what you do is you get you got a list of the 50 links, then you put a quick uh, description in each one. You upload it that uh, CSV file in the post planner. Um, and actually, you need the date and time for each of those. Boom, it's there. And um, so much easier because you're going to, you know, you're probably going to make a list like that anyway. And so just upload it. And the thing is, once it's uploaded, you can reuse it in the future. So I, I'm, uh, I'm a big, big fan of post planner right now especially for that purpose but there's also they've got some new features in there for surfacing uh popular content that's relevant to your niche whatever you're looking for and i'm i'm going to use this more and more now that very soon my google readers can be dead i'm not really happy about that so you know what i think that's it that's it for today um man i appreciate you taking the time to have a drink with me and actually, it's you, me, and my dog, Rosita, uh, our new puppy. She hung out with me here while I was talking to you while the kids and my wife were at the pool. Yeah, I've got to work. You know you know how it is. But Rosita, you and I, uh, she didn't have a beer, but um, whatever you had, thanks for enjoying this time with me. If you haven't uh, subscribed, rated, and reviewed this podcast, on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you listen, please do so. Because, man, that's how people find me. And uh, we're doing pretty good, I got to tell you. It's been a successful show. 
Um, but uh, I see I see a lot of a lot of potential for this, and I need your help to to reach that full potential. So hope you had fun. I know I did. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out. Mm-hmm.